0: What's happening? Little cool. drink. Mm. Oh, fuck yeah, guys. Let's party. Folks, how y'all doing out there? Welcome to the Jam Room Podcast. Hope y'all had a fucking fantastic weekend and week and all that sort of stuff. What's been going on in your world? Anything interesting? I hope so. Plenty of new music to get to, guys. Uh, It's really been building up. I've got quite the backlog of new shit to check out, so we'll get through a bunch of it today, but you know, as we usually do, we'll check in, fucking see how things have been going. I had a good weekend, guys. I'm rocking a bit of a sunglasses tan because I was out on the water all weekend. Went snorkeling Saturday. Went out on a buddy's father-in-law's boat or something like that and uh, just sort of powered out there. Big difference between a powerboat and a sailboat. Mainly speed and Uh, fuck-aroundness. It's a lot easier on a powerboat. It literally takes you five minutes to get to a good reef. Yeah, snorkeled. Spent some time in the water with a big fat-ass fucking sea lion. That was pretty cool. Yeah, I don't know. I might have pissed him off a little bit nearly got my ass kicked. But whatever, got away with it. As far as, you know, anybody else is concerned, it was a magical moment. I didn't fear for my life one little bit. And then yeah, on Sunday, we um we sailed down to Fremantle uh, to get lunch. And holy crap, that was an experience. Just to fucking check out all the different channels and weird ways to get in and out of that harbor. It was pretty fucking cool. And there's something really boss about just stepping off a boat straight into a fucking pub. And then getting straight on a boat to get out of there. Didn't see a single car the entire time. It was fucking cool. It seems that you can park a boat in way better spots than you'd ever have a chance to uh, if you had a car. But yeah, super fun. But I did get a little bit burnt. The sun kind of whipped me a little bit. You'd think I would have learned my lesson because I complain about it all the time. But here we are, guys. Here we are. So yeah, it's fucking been a good week with... Decided on bringing our borders down here in WA, so if you're out there in the rest of the world and you've been waiting for a time to come to Western Australia, as I know most of you are, March 3rd is the date. Uh, My birthday, actually. So, yeah, you can come to WA quarantine-free. All the rules don't really make too much sense, because, you know, like, like how's this, guys? Fucking everybody's just sort of concerned about the fucking, the Omicron is going to overwhelm our hospital systems and all that shit, even though it's like more or less just a mild cold or whatever. I'm going to get in trouble just for saying that, but that's just what the data seems to suggest. Uh, So we've got our international borders opened up, but you're only allowed in if you're vaccinated, double jab vaccinated. However, if you're coming from another part of Australia, you need three jabs because of science, guys. So I don't really understand what's going on with this. Um, Let's say... An international traveler comes over here and the the fear is that if you don't have that third booster shot, right? If you don't have that third booster shot, you might suffer, you know, a bit more of a fucking hard time with this Omicron variant or something like that. And you might end up in hospital or whatever. That's why we've waited so long to open our borders because we want to get that uh, fucking third dose rate up because that seems to pretty much uh, mean that you won't even really feel the coronavirus when you get it, right? And so I don't really understand why the rules are two jabs for international, three for domestic travel, because that makes no sense, because if you're worried about a fucking burden on our healthcare system, Australians have paid tax, right? Why do they need the three jabs? But everybody else who's fucking, if they come over here with two jabs and they get the coronavirus and they end up in hospital, which is the big fear, why, why didn't we say that they get that they have to have triple jabs and fucking domestic is just double, you know, because the, you know, the fucking hospital system is funded by the taxpayer. But yet yeah, we're punishing the taxpayer more than the fucking tourists because we want that Chinese dollar guys. Shit. We want that Chinese dollar. We've been missing that Chinese dollar for a couple of years. And, uh, you know, hopefully it drives the house prices up a little bit, like, you know, stuff like that. Might make a little bit of money off them. Fucking why not? It's better than the Russian dollar, because they're spending all theirs on fucking up the Ukraine at the moment, hey? Hey? Aren't we just on the brink of World War Three or some shit? I don't know what's going on. Just fucking cool your jets, Russia. Cool your jets. It's not the right time to be fucking starting a world war, or it's a perfect time, because everyone's just distracted with coronavirus shit, but you know, the second we start letting up on that just fucking here comes another global crisis hey they've already got the next crisis in the bag waiting to go in a few months because in a few months no one's going to give a shit about um the pandemic anymore but they fucking they need they need a reason to to fuck us up somehow right so here we go with a new world war fan fucking fantastic speaking of international travel i'm looking forward to seeing my brother again the great adam thorne the wildlife dude um, the King of Pain himself. He's been over in LA since fucking uh, November. And I got to say, guys, I, I actually miss him. You know? I mean, I used to drop in and see him a good couple of times a week and chat to him almost every day. And, uh, you know, it's been kind of rough. He's been on a completely different time zone and all that sort of shit. So he's on his way home. I think he left this morning. He should be back tomorrow sometime. And he, And, yeah, that's outside the window of the fucking... When our board has actually come down. So he is going to have to isolate and quarantine for a week. But just on the download, guys, I don't give a fuck. I'm going to go see him. Fuck it. I mean, he's going to test negative anyway. If he tests positive, obviously I won't. But um, yeah, it'd be good to fucking see him. He's coming back from LA. And, you know, with him being over in LA, I've been sort of keeping up with uh, LA news and shit like that. And there's this story that's happened the last few days. It's actually made it to our fucking news outlets here in Australia about fucking Hank the Tank. And I love this story. If you haven't looked into it, look into it. Hank the Tank is a fucking 500 pound uh, black bear, right? This guy's a fatty. Like black bears aren't the biggest of bears. I mean, you know, my brother knows a lot more than me, but I'm pretty sure the grizzlies and the polar bears are the big ones, the ones to worry about. But the, um, the black bears, you know, they're kind of just adorable, kind of whatever. Uh, but 500 pounds worth, this guy's a fucking beast. Hank the Tank, and he's been terrorizing a particular neighborhood in in L.A. County, right? Um, California County, somewhere like that. Um, Tahoe something or other? Either way, this this fucking bear um, has uh, developed a, a, a taste for fast food, really. He loves pizza. This bear's just loving pizza at the moment, and he's grown to not be scared of humans. And so he's just breaking into garages, breaking into people's houses and fucking um, stealing all their food and then trotting off. And it's, you know, it's pretty obvious when this bear's been in your house because there's fucking paw prints the size of fucking shoe prints, right? This fucking huge bear and he's 500 pounds. So he's he's caused some damage on his way in and out, right? He's broken a few tiles. He's fucking smashed a few fucking door handles and shit. And so they're um they're trying to catch him, guys. They're trying to catch him, and here's where it gets bad. Like, they don't know if they're going to euthanize him or find a you know a suitable place for him, like a habitat or a zoo or something like that. And we better not have another fucking Harambe fucking situation on our hands, guys, because this is a lovable bear. All the accounts of anybody that's um you know cross paths with this giant, gentle giant, um. So he's gorgeous. All he cares about is the food. He hasn't attacked anybody, but, you know, he's broken into at least 28 homes in this little suburb. Uh, There's been, like, what, 150, over 150 reports of, like, conflict with Hank the Tank. Just people sort of running up on him and him getting scared and running away. So he's had encounters along the way, but he hasn't fucked anyone up. He hasn't killed anyone. He hasn't mauled any children or fucked up any dogs or anything like that. Hank the Tank is a legend. I love this fucking bear. This is what what we want from bears, right? This is what Yogi Bear and the, the you know the the good folks at Hanna-Barbera over there were trying to teach us back in the early 90s, right? Is that like bears are really really cool if you just let them steal the occasional picnic basket, right? Just let them take the occasional little nibble of whatever and they'll leave you fuck alone. They might even give you like a good management chip uh, tips over your fucking national park. Uh or you could just give him a massive red shirt. That'd be pretty adorable. Imagine Frank the Tank in a fucking red shirt with no pants on. Fucking eating out of a honey jar. God, that's a good fucking image. I want that to become true. I do not want them to kill this fucking bear. Hank the Tank. This fat bear. You know, he reminds me of friends of mine. You know, that. so I've got a soft spot in my heart for these, these big gentle giants out there. You know, I'm not going to name names. <laughs> but, uh... Friends of mine know who I'm talking about, but fucking Hank the Tank. Did I, did I keep saying Frank the Tank because of fucking um, old school whatever that movie is with Will Ferrell? Hank the Tank is the fucking guy's name. And yeah, he's a solid fucking bear. So I was, I was trying to, um, you know, I was hoping that if my brother had a little bit more time in LA, that he could, you know, maybe fucking go film some stuff, try and track down Hank the Tank. That'd be epic footage, right? We all love this bear and I want him to become a celebrity. If there's any reason to go to a zoo it's to see Hank the Tank because that's the kind of bear that wants to be in a zoo and just get fed fucking pizza and shit all day, right? I hate zoos otherwise because you know those fucking animals should not be there, you know? Uh, Like we have a, a zoo here in Perth and fucking it's not that big. It's not that big. And there's fucking giraffe and elephants and there was rhinos for a while. They just, I don't know. They're not the kind of animals that should be kept in that sort of captivity, you know. There's certain animals that can, you know. Fuck, fuck fish, you know. They don't mind being in a tank, whatever. Fuck them. Fuck reptiles. They don't mind. They don't give a shit. Um, but, you know, the, your big mammals and fucking cool shit that live in way bigger fucking terrains than uh what a zoo can offer don't like it never been to the zoo in fact my wife's never been to the perth zoo before and i keep saying that i'll take her. but part of me just oh, i just don't want to just don't want to but if if we imported hank the tank fucking oath i'd be down there oh absolutely i'd love to see this fucking fat ass bear there's nothing funnier than overweight animals right except for humans it's pretty disgusting anyway so that's been kind of my week, guys. I um, was kind of looking forward to Donda 2 coming out this week, but there is absolutely no smoke going on at the moment. No one's hyping it up, so I think it's kind of agreed that it's not going to happen. No one really expects this to be dropped. If Kanye fucking surprises us all tomorrow and just drops Donda 2, um, fuck yeah, we'll talk about it. I'll do a podcast and I'll check it out. But Donda 1 kind of fucking stunk anyway. So I don't have high hopes at all. So whatever the fuck happens, happens. So we're not talking about it because it's probably not going to happen. But just to let you guys know, I, I am aware, I am aware that Donda 2 was supposed to drop tomorrow. Um, but I doubt it. I really doubt it. That's my prediction. I fucking doubt it. So let's get on to some of the actual new music. Obviously last episode, what happened last episode, guys? Yeah, we had Curtis on, we chatted about um, some bits and bobs and that was a bit of a like a bit of an uphill battle there. Uh, just because of time differences and work differences between Curtis and I and um, the amount of notice I'll need to give him for the albums that I'm checking out and all that sort of stuff. So it's, it's probably not going to be a regular thing, but every, every now and then Curtis will drop in and uh, give his comments. Not today, though, because uh, plenty of new albums. and Some of these I just listened to today, so there's no way we're going to tee that shit up. So let's get on to the first one. Fucking Eddie Vedder. Eddie Vedder, he released a solo album uh, called Earthlings. And I checked it out and um, didn't really like it at all. And to be honest, guys, I'm not a Pearl Jam fan anyway, right? I mean, I don't mind Pearl Jam. I could, I could you know, take it or leave it. It doesn't really phase me that much. Nothing really got my blood fucking pumping. And um, this album, way less so, way less so. This is like, like it started off as like, I was like, oh, what, what, what am I listening to here? Like, what kind of vibe is he going for? It's a bit stadium rock. It's a bit, I don't know, just just classic rock. It's a classic rock album, but not really. It gets pretty bloody uh, country in parts. So it's a country rock album, I would say. And a fairly boring one at that. Uh, Elton John appears for a song for no reason. Could barely tell that he was in there. For, uh, don't know, whatever, good for him, yeah, it's called Earthlings by Eddie Vedder, guys, and if you like Eddie Vedder's voice, then you might like this, Um, and even if you do like his voice, you might not like this, because he's not showing off some wicked epic hook melody prowess, or anything like that, it's just in-the-pocket country shit uh, for most of it, so, you know, I can take it or leave it. It's a pretty fucking boring album, guys. But there were a few fucking boring albums I had to get through this week. And I'm not even going to talk about them all because they were that fucking boring. Uh, I just had to talk about Eddie Vedder because fucking Pell Jam's super famous. One of the biggest bands on the planet. Uh, but this album itself sucks. So I'll just let you guys know my thoughts on that one. As far as those big bands go, uh, at least here in Australia, Midnight Oil released a new album. You remember Midnight Oil? Peter, whatever his name was, the bald dude that danced like um, a zombie? Uh, It's kind of like a zombie having a seizure. Uh, You know, it's way faster movements than a zombie. So, you know, like a glitching out zombie. That's the singer from Midnight Oil, uh, Peter Garrett? Something like that? Anyway, he was fucking part of Australian Parliament for a while because uh, people voted it in because of how political he was in his music. And, uh... This new album they've released is still kind of political, although I didn't pay attention to the lyrics at all. It's called Resist, and it's just a compilation of soft rock ballads, basically. It's another piece of shit album, guys. Like, I don't know, these guys have been uh, in the world of music for ages. you think they would have pulled some inspiration from something um, other than the pocket that they were famous for in the fucking 70s, right? Uh, but No. Unfortunately not. So all we get is just uh, basically an album that sounds like it came straight out of the 70s, 80s, maybe a little bit better production or something like that. But as far as content goes, uh, it's kind of a blast from the past. And if you like that shit, it's like pub rock. Like if you're in your 60s at a pub and this album came on, you wouldn't know it was a new album. You'd be like, oh, that's something I missed in my youth. And you'd probably nod your head to it. Cause it sounds exactly like um, every other pub rock band and other pub rock song you've ever heard. That's the new Midnight Oil album, guys. They're apparently Australian royalty. But Jesus, these guys got to step aside, because we have way better Australian bands than these fuckers. we got Carnival. we got COG we got Tame Impala. And that's another album. I'm not going to talk about it because I haven't really checked it out properly yet. But Tame Impala did release like a B-sides and remix sort of album. And I like those kinds of albums. Sometimes you get some gold in there. Uh, didn't really give it a good check out. I'll probably talk about that next time, guys. Uh, but yeah, like I said, we've got fucking heaps of talent here in Australia. We are kind of overrepresented in, in, a, in talent as far as like good rock music goes. Prog rock and fucking... Some things that are kind of revolutionary like revolutionary style-wise, you know? Like Tame Impala. They kind of led the way on their psych- sort of psychedelic indie shit or whatever the fuck you would call it. Midnight Oil, not as innovative. Still just hanging around because everyone's heard their name, so they're going to cash that fucking check. The album's called Resist. Please resist listening to it. Um, and if you can't, just, you know, whatever. D- don't go too harsh on them. You know, they're trying their best, I guess. And likewise, with the next one, guys, let's talk, about, um, let's talk about the Red Hot Chili Peppers for a second here. We'll move on from Midnight Oil, Midnight Soil. Um, the Chili Peppers. So Frusciante fucking's rejoined the band, right? And they've released a new single. So it's just a single song. It's, it's not an album. We're not talking about a whole album here. It's called uh, Black Summer. And i got to tell you, it's one of the most boring Red Hot Chili Peppers songs I've ever heard. There it is. I'm sorry about this. I was like excited to listen to it. And as I was listening to it, I was like, fucking, is this song going to go anywhere? Is it going to go anywhere and do anything? It's just safe. This whole song is just safe. There's a bit of the Freshante sort of guitar licks that you can tell it's his style. But apart from that, like, you know, why are we hyped up for this guitarist to rejoin the band when he just like does something that anybody could have done? Uh, you know, he's got a... Oh, fuck, I don't want to trash on it too much. Maybe I'm just in one of those moods today, guys. Maybe I just got pissed off with some of these albums, just like, fuck. Why is no one giving us anything fucking innovative? Especially these powerhouses that have the time, they have the money, they have the experience, they have the talent, and they just sort of play it safe. That fucking annoys me. Stop fucking playing it safe, guys. Um, I'm just sick of it sometimes. You know, you can take risks, and, and most of the time when you take risks, it's gonna fail, but when you fucking land, you actually put a fucking flag in history and say, here is where it started. This is where something happened here, right? If you never take those risks, you never get to plant that fucking flag, right? And so this Black Summer song from the Chili Peppers, um, whatever, whatever, listen to it and tell me I'm wrong. It's just boring, it's boring. This is, this is no fucking hook, fucking uh, chart topper sort of song like the Chili Peppers are capable of. And you know, I love the Chili Peppers, I'm not as big a fan as most Chili Peppers fans would be. I guess that's a silly thing to say, because of course not. Um, But, you know, they're okay. They're okay, man. I don't think they're the fucking geniuses that a lot of people think they are. They're okay, and the genius is in the subtlety. And the subtlety is kind of not in this song. So I don't really know. Like, you know, good for them. It just is what it is. Red Hot Chili Peppers, Black Summer. Check it out. Tell me it's uh, a, a, a an exciting song, and then we can get into a little bit of an argument. And you know, if you have a completely different, uh, yeah, a difference of opinion on this, uh, reach out on the podcast. I'd like to chat to you. I'd like to see what I'm fucking missing with this because um, I thought it was just a you know, whenever I see a fucking massive band or a massive artist like an Eddie Vedder or a Midnight Oil or a Red Hot Chili Peppers that we've talked about today, just release sort of just safe fucking music. I straight away just think about it being a cash grab like there is no soul in this you did it for money you didn't do it for the fucking for the art of it right so that kind of gets to me a little bit but let's finish this off on a fucking high note guys um i checked out an album uh and it's the shortest album of the lot you know normally i fucking rip on bands for putting out an album that's only 25 minutes long because um some eps are 25 minutes long right the EP that I kind of did with Liam a few years ago that I show you guys tracks from every now and then, that was pushing 25 Minutes. There's no fucking way we would have called it an album. It was very sketchy and um, not complete anyway, so that's another reason. But just sheer length, it wasn't enough, right? But Die, Die, Die is the name of the band. And the album's called This Is Not An Island Anymore. These guys are cool. This is a three-piece fucking Oh, like a noise punk, fucking post-punk band out of New Zealand. Uh, Really cool fucking singer-guitarist, drummer, bass player. The bass player's kind of been interchangeable over the last um, few years or whatever. I've had a few other ones in. And I gotta say, whoever's on this album is doing a fucking stand-up little job on his bass guitar. It's fucking wicked. I really enjoy this album. This is more experimental. There was flavors in this that I fucking really dug, right? So, vocally speaking... This is nothing to write home about. Like, um, the vocals are just sort of like textural and percussive and kind of noisy. They're not super m- like melodic or attention-grabbing. You know what I mean? So you don't need to listen to the lyrics of, of these songs. You don't really mind. Every now and then there's a bit of spoken word sort of stuff, but it's just there as a texture while you're listening to some pretty cool fucking chaos. Chaos in the vibes, right? And like uh, some of the, the, the interplay of the drums and the guitar uh kind of reminded me of the Mars Volta um obviously you got to separate the 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 vocals from that because Mars Volta vocals nothing like this band nothing like this band but just that 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 twang of the guitar where it feels like it's sloppy playing but it's not you know what I mean so it's like kind of janky guitaring kind of chaos fucking chaos beats wicked fucking bass tone. Like for most of this album, I think it's except for one song, there's this wicked overdrive on the fucking bass and it's just chugging and just like clanky and fucking sick. It's got balls. That bass has some balls growing off it. I fucking dug it and it was experimental. And so they they would hit on vibes and be just like, yeah, cool. I've never heard anything like this before. That's a fucking win for me, right? I love that shit. It's when things happen that I never expected to happen. Yes, cool. And like I said, it's a short album. Um, if you could call it an album, they call it an album. So yeah, it's a short one, um, but it's just fucking fun, guys. It's just fun. It's experimental, uh, post-punk sort of uh, rock. I don't, don't even want, I don't want to say indie, but you know, that kind of like distorted vocal and shit like that. The kind of indie crowd has kind of adopted that a little bit, but it is kind of a bit of a punky sort of um, raw thing. You know what I mean? So it's punk and sort of attitude. And sound but it's sort of proggy in parts as far as technicality goes but um and but it's just noisy it's fucking yeah they call it post-punk i don't know that's what they called it fucking whatever the thing that came after punk cool pretty sure all music is post-punk in that kind of definition but whatever as long as new music you know what i'm talking about anyway fucking die 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 these guys are cool out of new zealand i would check them out live because i have a feeling they would have a fucking high energy live show so hopefully with our borders opened up fucking there'll be some more touring acts coming through over the next little while in fact in fucking april so a couple of months from now maybe after that there's a band called north lane coming to perth and they're being uh, supported by sleep tokens so i don't know what the fuck to do about this right I've, I've checked out north lane not a huge fan don't really care they're the headlining act obviously um But I really want to go just to see Sleep Token as a supporting act. And from what I can gather, they're only doing like a half hour set, right? So do I pay for a full price ticket, like 70 bucks, 80 bucks or whatever, just to see a half hour of a supporting act? I mean, I'll obviously stick around and watch a bit of Northlane or whatever, but that's not the motivation. That's not what's getting me there and getting the fucking, the purse strings loose. It's Sleep Token. So I don't know. I might... uh, (laughs) It's been so long since cool fucking bands have come to perth i haven't seen a touring act since fucking tool at the start of the pandemic right and so obviously there's a high bar Uh, so i don't know maybe it's just worth it to pay the money just to see a sleep token and i just count it as a sleep token show get a half hour out of them and fucking walk out of there and fucking go drink somewhere and chat to my buddies could be that so uh, we'll see what happens i'll let you know what i decide we'll obviously talk about the show on the podcast when it happens yeah. That's it. That's some good fucking music for you for this week. Hey eh, guys. Um like I said, Eddie Vedder, Earthlings, uh, check it out. It kind of sucks. Midnight Oil, Resist, kind of sucks. Red Hot Chili Peppers, uh Black Summer, boring. Um Die die die, fucking cool. The album's called This is not an island anymore. Um, I don't know if that's a political statement about the fucking um, the way things are going over there uh, with all their restrictions and shit like that. Uh, who knows? Like I said, you can't even hear the fucking lyrics anyway. It's just sort of noisy vocals anyway. So, you know, if you cringe at political statements in music, you don't have to worry with that one, but check it out. All right, on to some music that I'm going to show you guys. It's just an old fucking one of the songs that came from a jam. I've been showing you some of the jams that we did a few weeks ago. There's a few more to come. Um, I'm going to, you know, take some time and check out, you know, really narrow down whatever the fucking... What parts are cool, what's garbage, and see if we can do anything with them. Uh, A lot of that is uh, dependent on Liam's schedule, not mine. Although I could do it all myself. But, you know, I like that collab sort of uh, chemistry between us. So uh, I'd rather work on it together. We'll see what the fuck happens. So uh, what I'm going to show you now is a song that I, I don't think I've shown you guys for a while. Like, this is probably appeared on the podcast a year or something ago whatever kind of forgot about it but it's one of these songs that came from one of the old jams so this is what we want to do with the new jams is take them into that this the second form so you're about to hear a second form hear some cool shit in the jam sort of pull it apart give it some kind of structure record it that's where we're at right so it's nowhere near finished it's just a fucking sketch if you like it Let me know. And if you think you can add anything to it, if you've got some vocals you want to chuck over it, whatever, let me know. All my details uh, to contact me are in the fucking description of this podcast. Use them, guys. But until next time, like I said, we've got lots of music to talk about, so maybe the end of this week, maybe no, we'll see how busy I get. Have a great one out there. Enjoy yourselves, play some music, listen to some music, have a fucking great time doing whatever it is you decide to do. Take care now. Bye-bye then.